0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, December the 15th, 2022. It's another technical alpha podcast. After a two-week hiatus, we have returned. We are back and in action. There we go. Oh my God, look at that. We got a Christmas tree in the background. Are we still putting subs, uh, sub bombs on the fucking Christmas tree? I'm up there, man. I'm still, still doing it. <laughs> Still doing it, man. <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season. It's very true. Uh it's no technical podcast. Glad you could join us, guys. Uh sorry about the couple of weeks there. Uh Jeff was uh smuggling cocaine in, in uh into Venezuela and uh I had a really bad run with several hookers in downtown Halifax and but uh, now we're back. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like you had a way better time than I did, if I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, this, I don't know, man.
1: Hookers yeah, downtown. but they're Halifax
0: hookers. Yeah, yeah, I probably
1: had a better time in
0: Venezuela. <laughs> not, not peak, not peak hookerdom here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, another great show lined up for you today. Uh, we're of course we're at that time of the uh, of the year where the news is uh, comes in in one of two flavors: Jeff Keeley's Game of the Year Awards and. Jeff Keighley's Game of the Year awards, and so we've got uh, we've got some stuff to go over here. Mostly, I didn't talk. I'm not going to talk about like all the winners and stuff necessarily because that's whatever. We shortened that down to who won Game of the Year. Spoiler: it was Elden Ring. Uh, and uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the more interesting reveals. Uh, and, and stuff that were shown off during the show instead, because that's far more interesting than the, uh, than the, the actual nominees and all that kind of nonsense. So, uh, we'll talk a bit about that and then some other updates as well. But before we do, it's the most important question of the week, Mr. Black. How was Venezuela? Um,
1: I was in Montreal, so. Oh, wow. Is that like the capital of Venezuela? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, it's fine. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I haven't been doing a whole lot. I just, yeah, it's just, just been grinding away. feel like <laughs> this month has been a blur. Fucking Christmas is what next week? So,
0: uh, two, oh, uh, yeah, we got two, yeah, a week and change. Yes, yeah, a week and change. Yeah, so, like, yeah, we're, we're I'm ten, not ready. 10 days out. Yeah, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> not ready.
1: Nowhere's near ready.
0: So, <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, but anyway, same old same for me. I'll keep it short because I have to dip in an hour and 40 minutes. So, exactly. Um, So I'll keep it nice and short because I'm going to see Avatar and Hmm. there was no way in fuck I was going to a 1030 showing when the movie is over
0: three hours long. So that would be a choice. That's snow. Although I doubt, I doubt you would have fallen asleep watching it, but your bedtime has been so early for so long now that your ass probably still could have fallen asleep in the middle of that show. The problem
1: is, is I probably would fall asleep before the show, yeah. not during the show. <laughs> yeah. So come 9 o'clock, 9.30, I'm like, fuck, I'm tired, man. I don't even feel like going to the theater. It's cold out. Like, yeah, so anyway,
0: good, good week. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, things are mostly good here. We are, uh, we are, we're keeping it a secret from, from M, but, uh, the, the countertops are actually going in before Christmas. Big shocker. We thought they weren't going to, they were like, oh, new year. They didn't even say a date. This said a new year, which is always comforting, because you're like, oh, okay, so sometime in the calendar year of 2023. Fantastic. Uh, but then they called up, and they were like, hey, yeah, so are you good for, like, the 21st? And I said, excuse me? Of, like, January? No, December. Oh, yes, let's do that. So they're, uh, they're going in. the only question mark is the butcher block, because they fucked it up, and they had to order a new one. They ordered it based on my estimates, and not the actual measurements of the butcher block, and so uh, it was too short, and uh, so they had to order another one. Sucks for them. That's a lot. That's a lot of wood. That's an expensive thing for them to fuck up. A salesperson is having a really bad time right now. But uh, otherwise, the house is going really well. Dad and I just um, uh, we're like ninety percent done the whole house, but also ninety percent done the bathroom. We installed vanity and the uh, the cabinetry and stuff that we bought. We started doing. Um, um, trim and molding work and all that nonsense. The only backfiring that happened to us in the last while was, of course, that damn refrigerator, which wouldn't slide in. So we had to demo a fucking wall. I can't even remember if that happened since the last podcast, but two weeks, probably not. So, like, basically, what happened was we finished all the stuff. We were putting appliances in their place so that we could finish the flooring or whatever else, get them out of the, the living room area. Slid the We uh, took it out of the box for the first time. The, the fridge has been sitting there for 10 fucking months. We bought this shit in January. It's been sitting there for 10 months. We take it out of the box for the first time. Roll that bitch in. Fits like a glove. Open the door. No, you can't. Can't open the fucking door. Because the hinge on this fridge doesn't open within the width of the fridge. It adds about another inch and change to the uh, width of the fridge. And so since we had built the wall out to hide the fridge, because, you know, mom and dad's fridge upstairs, for example, opens within the width of the fridge. Uh, we were fucked. And so, uh, we had to demo that, like, seven or eight inches of that wall and rebuild that wall <laughs> so that we could put the fridge in because, uh, there was no way for us to return a fridge that we've owned now for 10 months. Uh, and even if we did the expense of fridges now versus January of earlier this year is no.99. And so we, uh, we said, you know, it'd be cheaper to just fucking demo the wall. So that's what we did. So we've been doing some of that stuff, but we're, uh, we're coming up on it. It's looking good. We're excited. We started putting like switch plates and stuff. It's looking like a house. Uh, lights and things going in, so uh, things are going well in that uh, in that regard. However, I will say, and Jeff might know this, although maybe not, because you've not converted or added units to the places that you've owned. You've bought pre-existing units. Fuck Halifax Water. Just gonna say that. Open. Oh, fuck I already Halifax. know that. Yeah. Fuck, Hel- fuck, fuck he- Halifax. Fuck Water. Fuck the power too. F- fuck Halifax Water. They want they want a permit for like twenty six hundred dollars. Just because we're adding a unit in the, within the home, and, and it wouldn't matter if it was an if it was an outbuilding, an addition in the home, legalizing the Are unit, you... legalizing the unit, so that because I'm not going through the legal. Well, it doesn't have its own its own civic address, so it's not it's not oh. been sent through. It's not been sent through. Oh, so, because when sakes. the when the previous owner owned it, the the in law suite was literally an in law suite. And who in the fuck is giving their in law suite a separate civic address? Like that's just a pain in the ass. They're just their parents. It's your parents or parents in law living in the basement. Who the fuck wants to give them their own freaking address? Do an A and B, like- no, you can't. Uh, that's decided by the city because it depends so on the ridiculous. on the road that you're in. So let's say let's say in the area that you're in, they um, they had originally zoned it for duplexes. So maybe there are numbers available or not, and then it's A B if it's not, or if there are numbers, you get a number anyway. So to legalize it and actually have a separate unit, so they can have their own mailbox and all that shit, I, you have to have the building permit, and the building permit has to be accompanied by the water permit, and the water permit is like twenty six hundred fucking dollars. For like, just for fuck you money. That's that's all. That's all it is. It's the city fuck you money. So and I call and them. You don't even have a separate meter either. You are just like it's all on no, one it's all, meter. It's all. It's all know, one. It's so,
1: it's so dumb.
0: You're such <laughs> fucking scam artists, dude. And like, and people you know. wonder why nobody ever calls the city to do permits and shit for like almost anything. Because like, why in the fuck would you ever expose yourself to that? Uh, it's it's completely insane. But we got to do it because they need their own mail and all that shit. So we have to. We just have to bite the bullet. We weren't budgeting for that kind of a bill right now, but we don't have a choice, so we're just going to have to, like, fucking put it it on a line of credit and worry about it later. So, yeah. Otherwise, everything is going swimmingly. It's all great. Everyone's happy, healthy, wonderful, fantastic. And now it's time for video game news, Mr. Black. First up, Microsoft is going to have to fight their way uh, out and earn that Activision Blizzard buyout. Um, it's, it's not really going to be a fight so much as they're going to, I should be putting in here, they're going to pay their way out really is what's going to happen here in more than one way. So while the EU regulatory body is still combining those randomly submitted, submitted Twitter messages to determine whether or not this is an okay thing to do, because that's how they do their phase two over there. Um, the FTC finally decided to show up to the party. So the FTC has been sitting back watching this gong show for a while and said, you know what? It's time for us to get in there. And make something happen. And so they're getting in there and they're suing Microsoft without even sitting down with them first. Apparently, according to Microsoft, the FTC never even contacted them to discuss this deal before jumping straight to lawsuit. So... Uh, lots of people have been weighing in and by people, I mean, lawyers and, and, and whatnot within the industry, uh, and, 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 people that actually know what the fuck could possibly be going on here. And the, the going, the going idea with this is that clearly the FTC is not going to win that case. However, it is going to prolong the, the deal closing. And so the idea is this is the FTC, much like the Halifax water commission getting their money. They know they're going to get money because Microsoft is going to settle, and they'll settle for probably a couple billion dollars, uh, because that's what this deal is worth to Microsoft. They're freely going to they're going to say they're going to say settle for one two bill. Microsoft say sure, done, and that's going to be kind of how it goes. That's the idea right now. They're just because they're not going to win if they take it to court uh, in the long run, and Microsoft doesn't want it to go long, so they'll just pay them and walk away. So it's kind of like a political thing. It's a it's a look. We tried you know, we did something, they paid, what are you going to do, you know, kind of situation. And then the FTC gets, uh, you know, gets their pay and, and Microsoft goes on their way and and does whatever. So um, everyone still believes that this is going to go through. It's just that it's another roadblock and an expensive one for Microsoft. Uh, but yeah, the FTC finally chimed in. Uh and uh decide to do something. What was interesting about this, what I found interesting about it, is that it was immediately following Microsoft sending out deals to Sony, Nintendo, and Steam, specifically those three platforms. I can't remember if there was another one like Epic or something. I don't think so. I think it was those three. Um to state that they would uh leave or place Call of Duty on their platforms for the next 10 years after this goes through. So you get a decade of Call of Duty continuing to be on those platforms, signed off by Microsoft. Nintendo was like, yeah, sure, sounds good. Gabe Newell at Steam was like, not necessary, but okay, yeah, sure, why not? Sony, radio silent because Sony doesn't want this deal to go through. So, but it was a formality to send it to Sony, just like they sent it to uh, Nintendo and Steam. My printer just randomly decided to start cleaning itself. I almost shit my pants, I didn't know what I was hearing. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that went through and then the FTC was like, nah, time to sue. So, that's where that deal is at right now. Uh, Merry Christmas to Phil Spencer and crew uh, on that one. And uh, we'll wait and see what comes out of that FTC filing when uh, when it all happens. Uh, but for now, that's the, that's the 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 guesstimates. They're just getting their money, Mr. Black. They're just getting their money. And it's going to be a lot of money, so I guess all the power to them. What is in my tongue that feels like a fucking <laughs> like a knife in my tongue? Um... Somehow a few this is not you know not a proud moment to be a Canadian, Mr. Black. It's one of those one of those rare times. not a proud moment to be a Canadian here. Somehow a few parents in Canada have convinced a Quebec judge, which you were just there, so you know it wasn't you though. We know we know it was Mr. Black was 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 in Venezuela. He wasn't he wasn't uh, in Quebec at the time. Convinced a Quebec judge to authorize a class action lawsuit against Epic that states Epic made Fortnite too addictive for their children, Mr. Black. It's just too much. The game's too good. They made a video game too good, and now they got to get sued for it. And so the parents, there's, uh, I think, three children involved in this. Uh, and uh, uh, and the three parents are for six, technically whatever, the, the parental units uh, that are involved in this as a baseline class action though. So it could be more coming. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, of those three, one of the, one of the children, apparently, this is being filed, had 7,700 hours in Fortnite in less than two years, which I know we have played a lot of games, Mr. Black in our time. We have, we have no life, many games. Shit, we've know life even harder as streamers because it became became paying and now we know life even more. However, to put that in perspective, 7,700 hours is about 324 days of game time in less than two years. This person was playing or this kid was playing a full 24-hour period every 48 hours for two, for 2 years not clearly not pulling 24-hour stints all the time but you get the you get the idea this kid was doing pretty much nothing but playing fortnite shit's crazy well two things number 1 that kid better
1: be a god <laughs> right so they're coming better... up on the
0: 10,000 hour mark of mastery, Mr. Black. There so I mean, is. they've got to be a god, right? So, you know, maybe this kid is
1: is at the is at the forefront of becoming a a, a prodigy of Fortnite <laughs> and they're about to make millions of dollars. Okay. Uh number 2 is I look at this. I see one of the three children spent 7,700 hours in less than 2 years and the parents yeah. are pissed. Yeah. My question is Where in the fuck were the parents?
0: (laughs) That was my first question. It was like 7,700 hours. Were the parents just like... It sounds as though...
1: Some really horribly parenting has gone on. Or no parenting has happened. And now they're looking to get a judge... To make Fortnite pay for their lack... Of parenting? of, Of parenting. I mean... I can This kind of strikes me
0: like a Dr. Phil episode, eh?
1: This ain't going nowhere, bro. This, this ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Nobody's getting sued. These just sound... This sounds like a joke. Like, <laughs> fuck off, man. What the fuck is
0: this? They, what was crazy to me was they didn't even really mention that much about how much money the kids were spending. They just said, like, hundreds of dollars. And I was like, oh, that's light work. You know, hundreds, hundreds of, of dollars. dollars. Yeah, do you yeah. want your kids spending hundreds of dollars on a game? Probably not, but, like... Compared to like parents trying to sue mobile game gotcha companies for like them spending fifty grand in credit card debt, that that you have a hill to die on for sure. Fortnite couple hundred bucks, and you're gonna just come in and be like, Oh, your game is too good. My kid played seventy, seven hundred hours of it, and they're not making millions of dollars on esports stages yet. That that's just bad parenting.
1: It's bad parenting. It's like saying I'm gonna sue Twitch and Amazon because my kid watched Seventy hundred, seventy-seven hundred 7700 hours of streams. It's like, dude, <laughs> be a parent. Like, if I was the parent, I'm not even joking. If this was a problem, I would
0: throw the shit in the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking.
1: Like, I, of like, course, you forget if your kids like, playing no.
0: 7700 hours of Fortnite. You toss yes. that shit in the fucking garbage. It's
1: gone. Like, it's actually gone. It's not like, oh, I'm putting it in the closet until you learn your lesson. It's like, no, (laughs) motherfucker, this shit is in the garbage. Gone. Over. Like, once you hit, like, the 2,000-hour mark in a year, I'm going, whoa. (laughs) The fuck? Now we're at 7,700? You got your chores done? (laughs) Bro. So, anyway, that's just, it's...
0: Anyway, I, I had to put it in because it was just so funny to me. I saw uh, like the two things, one that a judge actually said that these parents had a case and stamped it, which was just hilarious until I read that it's, it's Quebec. It's Quebec. Yeah, and then so I was like, oh, OK, well, it's Quebec. Now sense. I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then two, the kid that the kid actually I didn't know if I was supposed to be like depressed or impressed with uh, 7700 hours in less than two years. Uh, that that is some that is some marathon ass fucking hours right there. I that's a, that's a lot. That you're right, impressive. they better be a god you they you better you be, better
1: they better be a god, or i just throw it out just because it would be like, dude, you fucked up. you're seventy seven hundred <laughs> hours in and you're still in platinum, bro, this ain't for you. You need to go do something else. you're trash. I'd say that to my son, and then I'd throw shit out. I'd say you're fucking trash at this game you're look at your look what your father did, all right. I quit my day job and started playing Starcraft, and I was averaging like three thousand hours a year. And at least I got fucking good. I made grandmasters. You know, I, I built this empire. Your college fund is in the fucking bank, son, because of Starcraft. The fuck have you done? You
0: you're asking me 70, for money to buy hours. Mr.
1: B-skins. I would tell him straight up, you're a failure at gaming. You are bringing great <laughs> to this to your family. That's what I would say. Hey. That's, that's exactly what I'd say to his ass. It's over.
0: Gaming ain't for you, son.
1: You need to take that shit and go fucking do martial arts. You need to go play sports. Fucking take it. Go read. I don't give a fuck what you do. Gaming, that ain't it. It's over. Platinum?
0: Holy shit. It's over. Well, first of all, like, I wish there was something that I cared enough about to put 7,700 hours into in two years. I wish there was anything. The passion well, I, to put 7,700 hours in it, you, you should like, like, if you imagine, not that you would physically be able to, cause you'd probably die, but 7,700 hours of martial arts, you'd, you'd literally die. Like you can't, you can't physically do that much fucking karate in the run of frigging two years. But I mean, imagine a musical
1: instrument, eating, something, you know, like yeah. fucking like, you know, learn languages. I don't fucking 7,700 hours. That's like an insane amount of time. Like. In a a two-year period. That's fucking nuts. So, no. Anyway. Hard pass.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, And now, uh, where are we at here? I just want to make sure that I'm not missing something. No, we didn't. All right, we're on to the Game Awards, Mr. Black. So first of all, I watched this live uh, along with the stream, and I have to say up front that the awards were actually really, really well done this year, despite, what I've said in my notes, awkward bookends. The beginning and end of this show was a complete fucking uh, meme. I'm not going to say dumpster fire, but it was definitely a meme. And there were several memes that came out of this fucking show, without without question, but not for the right reasons a lot of the time, unfortunately. So, uh, up front, the first, uh, the first award that was given out at the main show was, uh, was I believe, for voice actor, or best voice acting, or whatever. Uh, and Christopher Judge, who plays Kratos in God of War, won this award. Uh, the person that decided to actually give this award out was Al Pacino. So, old-ass Al Pacino walks out on stage, looks like he might be half in the bag. Hard to tell, because when you get to that age, you always look like you're half in the bag. He gets out on stage, and he starts trying to read the teleprompter, and he literally says out loud, after, like, bumbling through his shit for two minutes i actually can't really read the teleprompter and so he wings it for the next fucking two minutes afterwards just completely fucking wings the shit he's like you're seeing al pacino on stage do, doing the squint trying to see the teleprompter can't read friggin' shit and he's like all right i gotta be honest guys i yeah, can't read that sure. t- i can't sh- i can't see shit so he, he eventually makes it happen he pulls it off christopher judge comes up on stage and gives a 10 minute speech acceptance Ten minutes. Damn. They, didn't, they, they finally started playing him off in the last minute. But it's like that he thought the music was definitely like, you know, the swelling, you know, uplifting. kind. Of, it's almost like he thought in his head headcanon that it was, like, it was like,
1: yeah, I'm gonna going to keep like, going now. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got this voice. I'm going to give it a, a, a motivational speech. You know, if, if I can do it, you can. And I've He been, just kept going, yeah. dude.
0: It just never ended. Uh. And it got to sure. the, it got so bad they finally play him off. So he gets off the stage, and for the rest of the show, they had to play people off in like 15 fucking seconds. Because he burned through everyone's fucking acceptance time. And they memed on him like several times in the night. Uh like Jeff Keeley even was like Joe, like made several jokes throughout the night uh about it because it was just so ridiculous. Now, not not to slight Christopher Judge, it was a great speech, heartfelt. The whole nine yards. But the man has to realize, he's literally the top of the show. There is an entire three fucking hours come after him, full of people that have got to accept their awards. And this man just fucking ate all of their time for the first the first award. So anyway, that, that gets out of the way. The rest of the show is actually really good. This year, they continued their their now tradition of bringing one of the Muppets onto the show. This year was Animal. It was great. It was hilarious. Well integrated. Uh, got a good, uh, Got a good several laughs out of that. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll get to what happened at the end of the, well, I guess I'll say it now before we get into the, uh, the, the announcements and stuff, but at the very end of the show, Mr. Black, so they announced game of the year. And like I said, Elden Ring wins game of the year, despite God of War winning damn near every other category that it was in. Uh, and so, uh, Miyazaki and his two or I think two other people, maybe three other people on his team take the stage to accept the award. They do their thing, but I'm looking in the background Behind them, while they're, while they're giving their acceptance speech. Because, you know, they have a translator and Miyazaki and another guy or whatever. But in the background, tucked in behind in the shadows, there's a person back there. And I'm looking, I'm like, who the fuck? And it's a child. Like, we're talking, like, dust on the upper lip age. And so was like some, like, 14, 15-year-old kid. And I was like, who the fuck? But nobody's doing anything. Nobody's mentioning anything. Miyazaki's not looking at him weird. Nobody's looking at him weird. Jeff Keeley didn't come over. Nothing. He's just standing there. And I actually said out loud, I said, Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that kid? Miyazaki, he stands there the whole time. Miyazaki gives a speech. And when he's done, and the music is playing, and they're walking off, the, getting ready to walk off the stage, the kid walks up to the microphone. And starts talking to the microphone. And the audio guy in the background, who's also clearly, clearly confused, actually lowers the music To let this kid speak in the microphone. Because he's been standing there the whole fucking time. So the assumption clearly for the production team is, oh.
1: He's part of the team of some sort.
0: Somehow. Somebody's child. Somebody's child is on stage. Anyway, so he lowers the fucking fader in the background. Probably looking like this. (laughs) Lowers the fader. And the kid walks up to the mic and he drops this one. I would like to, uh, I would like to nominate this award uh, for my reformed rabbi, Bill Clinton. At which point, and this is the end of the show, end of the show, at which point security finally takes the stage and says, okay, time to go, and takes this kid away as the show is ending. Jeff Keeley walks out on stage and says, okay, eventful night, as if everyone was supposed to just forget about what just fucking happened. And he wraps up the show. Does so admirably, because at this point, how the fuck do you regain your footing after a kid walks up and says some shit like that on the microphone? uh, And ends the show. And then, of course, the problem with it is that Nobody talked about like damn near anything except for this fucking one kid at the end of the show who walks up to the microphone. So it commands social media forever. Who is this kid? What the fuck is he doing? And more importantly, how the fuck did nobody recognize that this child is not supposed to be on stage? This kid, not that anything bad happened, but it could have. This kid could have had some shit on him. He could have had a knife. He could have had fucking anything, security, nothing. Jeff Keeley somehow couldn't have recognized. Like, nobody saw this shit. So it was a very weird fucking moment. Uh, and it took away from the way better meme of the night, Mr. Black, which was the most epic flute player of all time. During the uh, the, the part just before Game of the Year, where they had the whole orchestra play all of the, like the main themes of all the nominees for the show. One of the guys in this is the flute player for the for the orchestra, and he's actually a very well-known flautist, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I had to follow him on Twitter. This guy's a fucking god. If you haven't seen videos of this motherfucker, he's an absolute fucking legend. In fact, he is Hans Zimmer's main flautist for all of his shit uh, in the last several years, including... Uh, Dune, more recently, this man has made 500 instruments by hand to do things in movies and otherwise. The guy is an absolute God and he loves life and playing like this, this shit more than anything else. I've never seen somebody more than that kid, 7,700 hours. Fuck that kid. He don't have passion. This flute player, passion out the fucking ass. He's sitting on stage playing it and the cameraman keeps zooming in on him because he is jamming out like fucking mad to all these. Uh, he's like fucking getting into like oh um, ah, oh ah, He's just playing the shit out of the out of the, all the. And he's played four different instruments. You're seeing him like frantically swap between instruments on the fly and he's fucking rocking the shit out and then when it's done and everyone stands up to like take a bow he's like fist pumping he's like No, oh, yeah and he's like jumping around and he's so fucking excited and it was the best meme of the whole fucking show and then oh pedro stouch that's his name that's probably a uh, poor pronunciation of his last name fucking incredible. And everyone was like, this is the greatest moment of the show. And then unfortunately, like 14 seconds later, here comes the kid. I want to thank my reformed rabbi, Bill Clinton and all that shit just fucking went away. (laughs) And the show ended anyway, despite all that was, it was probably the best paced show and, and the best done show in ages. And there were lots of great reveals. So let's talk about some of them. Right now, we're going to do this roughly in the order in which it happened in the show. Vampire Survivor, which is a pretty popular game. Lots of people have been streaming it, playing it. Uh, going to Mobile, which was announced with a great advertisement. So if you haven't already played it, and, it uh, and you want to play that, Mobile is a good choice. Returnal, which was a very popular game on the, on the PlayStation, continues to be. It's coming to the PC. No release date, but it's coming. The weirdest thing about that, though, is that Returnal on the PC has a recommendation of 32 gigs of RAM. Which is a lot of RAM. I don't think I've ever seen a video game recommend anything more than 16 on a high end. These guys came out and said, nah, 32 gigs of RAM. So good luck if you're going to play this bitch on the fucking PC. Uh, Hades 2 was a surprise announcement. Uh, that is the first sequel for Supergiant to ever do. They've done separate games each and every time, new uh, new experiences, new games. Uh, but Hades did so well for them. It was by far their biggest success. They did announce, and they showed a trailer off, and it's already uh, deep into production. It looks really good, but Hades 2 is forthcoming. Immediately following that, we got a trailer for Judas, which is done by Ken Levine, who is the guy who uh, did Bioshock. And, as you might imagine, it looks a hell of a lot like Bioshock, except this time it's happening in space instead of underwater. Uh, But uh, nevertheless, you know, Bioshock was a a much-revered series, and so lots of people are clearly interested in what ken levine does next and that's what that is called judas and then following that up i got some major whiplash because bayonetta mr black very sexualized game i mean it literally leans into the sexualized nature of bayonetta as the character uh in uh, in the game uh they have an origin story for bayonetta coming out it's called uh what, what do they what do they call this bitch uh bayonetta origins uh cereza it's a top down, cartoony, almost like kitty looking origin story game uh, for Bayonetta, which is very weird because when you juxtapose that two of the main games where she's basically sailor moon going full nude fucking only her hair's covering her shit up while she's like blasting demons and fucking pretending to blow them at the same time and then you go all of a sudden backtrack and be like here's a kitty game that looks like a bernie season you're like oh yeah it's the fucking origin story before she became a thought like it it was a little fucking whiplash not that the game looks bad it's just a very odd tonal shift for bayonetta uh indeed everyone's a little bit confused about that one then we saw something that was really nice uh and heard something more specifically that was really nice to see suicide squad kill the justice league Got a trailer that showed off that they uh that kevin conroy who is unfortunately passed away here just recently actually did do the voicing for batman for this game batman's a character in the game and he did the voicing before uh clearly before passing away so everyone was very happy to see that we're going to get a little more uh, of of uh conroy as batman in this uh in this uh suicide squad killed the justice league game trailer looked good batman was a little a little kill happy the whole trailer was centered around the fact that uh you know there was like a it looked like a uh or somebody like got killed and uh, people were, uh, like, some of the, the Suicide Squad was, like, you know, freaked out, and then I think it's Harley was like, oh, don't worry, Bats never kills anyone, and then literally Batman shows up and he just killed a dude. So that was uh, kind of the surprise, and then Kevin, you know, uh, or Conroy doing the uh, the voice, and so it was uh, it was nice to see that. Uh, possibly the trailer of the day, Mr. Black, was Party Animals, got lots of laughs. Probably if you're over the age of 25 and have been chronically on the internet, you'll get every single joke that was in the trailer, but they delivered it well and was very campy and and self-referential and deprecating, and it was quite a good laugh. Uh, I'll probably never play the game, but I could watch that trailer three or four more times. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor got a reveal trailer. That's the sequel to the popular Jedi Fallen Order, uh, where they had the the redhead Cal Kestis. Uh, And Cal Kestis in this game, Mr. Black, he changed the direction of his hair instead of going... To uh one, switch the direction of his oh. hair and grew a beard. Mm. Which means, as I said in in my in my notes here, clearly he's going to be a lot edgier in this game. You change your hair and you grow a beard as a man in anything, whether it's a game or a movie, and you never had you were baby faced before, mm. you're getting it's ready changed. to kill some people. Yeah. Unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> I can't, I haven't even taken the time to shave. It's time to kill people. Mm. Calcastus Uh So yeah, that looks really good. That was a really well received game. Uh, and uh, so lots of people were quite excited about seeing that. Uh, Earthblade was announced and uh, lots of people were excited about that as well because it's the team that did Celeste, which is a game that you would have seen lots of streamers playing many, many times uh, over the last uh, little while or the last year or so. Uh, maybe even two. I can't remember when Celeste actually came out at this point because time is a flat circle. But yeah, it got lots of uh, lots of positive uh, reactions because it did look a lot like Celeste, and that was a good thing for most people. We also got a really big announcement that came from Hideo Kojima. Now we knew as 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 always that if Jeff Keighley could do it, he'd kiss Hideo Kojima on the mouth. He it, it would be he would take that with pride. He would uh, tongue and all, but. Because of that, we also know that every time there's a Game Awards, we're probably getting some sort of uh, Hideo Kojima announcement, and uh, he had been teasing some stuff on social media leading up to the show, so we assumed, oh, clearly we're going to see whatever the fuck this, this teasing is, uh, and we did, and it was for Death Stranding 2. He's actually doing a sequel to Death Stranding, and the uh, the trailer actually looked really good, and then you saw uh, Norman Reedus again, and then everyone was like, oh shit, and this is actually Death Stranding, and I said, fine, I'll fucking play Death Stranding, and so I've actually been doing that on stream now for the last few days, and, and, uh, and I've been honestly enjoying it, it's a completely unconventional game, clearly, uh, but, uh, but it's probably, I would say, my favorite thing Kojima has done from a storytelling perspective, um, because we all know Kojima gets a little fucking up in his head and and he's very you know uh you know the artsy fartsy and sometimes he gets off the rails this is probably one of his best pieces of work uh that I've personally played uh from that perspective and I look forward to two so far but yeah they announced that and uh that got a lot of uh, good reaction from the crowd looked really good too I mean uh, the, uh, the first game looked good uh this also looks like it's going to be uh quite good then, after that, we got Baldur's Gate 3 uh, with another trailer. It feels like Baldur G- Baldur's Gate 3 has been in development for like 50 fucking years. Uh, but evidently, we're finally getting a, a, a proper release date, maybe. It's August 2023. They haven't given a date. If it's just a month, don't get excited. And l- until they give you a specific date, don't get too excited about it. It's probably still not going to be the last date for Baldur's Gate 3, but you know, uh, people can hope and pray, maybe. Uh, then we got Wayfinders with a trailer, which looked like basically Torchlight, which is, in turn, Diablo. Did you ever play Torchlight uh, when that first came out many, many years no. ago now? No, I didn't. It was I pretty good. So. I played, I, and it got, a second, it got a second one that was also, like, okay. And then they did a mobile thing more recently that was not so hot. Uh, but, uh, yeah, because it was done by some of the original guys that did the original Diablo Torchlight. And so it was, you know, it was, it was quite, uh, quite well done. Uh, but yeah, we got, uh, we got that and that looks like it's, it's basically in that vein, maybe more multiplayer options in terms of the number of people you can play with perhaps. Uh, but we got that shown off. Then we dumped right into Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores, which is the expansion for Forbidden West. Uh, this is a big one to note because it is actually looking like it's only going to be available for the PS5. So the original game or the 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 well the the sequel um the but the base of the sequel was also still available to play on the ps4 it was a uh, backwards forwards kind of like stuck between the two generations thing this looks like at least from what they showed off and maybe i'm wrong but it looks like it will only be available for ps5 which was nice because it means that perhaps they can actually just try and make more use of the ps5 to make the game look even better than it already does which it already looks really fucking good and so that would be uh that would be quite nice and it did indeed look great in that uh in that trailer uh it's coming out in april of 2023 again no actual date and so uh whatever it is it may or may not be april uh blue protocol was then announced which looks like genshin impact but it's more science fictiony and uh and is apparently like an mmo People are doing MMOs still, Mr. Black. How do you feel about them still trying to do MMOs? What do you what are your thoughts on MMOs in the year of our Lord 2022 and beyond? Do you think that the genre needs to be like completely reset or or what? I'm going to go and say no. No. There's still there's still enough people
1: playing them. People are
0: It's clearly it's popular
1: enough. It's popular enough. So I mean it's It's like me saying that MOBA's need to die, you know? It's like, <laughs> they're still kind of around, right? Like, League of Legends is Lots still a thing. Lots of people playing those games, it's true. It's still a thing. Smite, even to a degree, so, I mean... That's true. there's an audience, there's an audience. It's not my and thing, it, though.
0: And I guess it's kind of like, I think some people smell blood in the water with World of Warcraft, too, where, yeah. where they've watched as the player base has dropped off, and so I think some of them are trying for that. It does look like a good game, at least from the surface. We'll have to wait and see more. Uh, It's not too, too far away, but uh, but we'll have to wait and see as things develop. It is being produced by Amazon, though, so maybe this will be Amazon's you know, uh, first major real success because the other ones up to this point have been kind of middling to uh, to bad. Uh, so maybe they'll, they'll actually hit something with this one. Then we got a new Mario movie trailer that was shown off. I don't know if you saw the more recent one. Uh, looks pretty good. I don't know what else to say, but the animation looks great. The voices are all good. I don't know why people are... I, I was concerned about Chris Pratt doing the voice. It's fine. It's not... It, Again, we talked about on the podcast, nobody wants two hours of, of, uh, of, uh yeah, like, yeah. what I can't think of, oh. his name entered my mind and then just left immediately. Uh, but yeah, like nobody wants that for two and a half hours. Like you drive you insane. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure.
1: Like when you asked me what I thought his voice would sound like, I pretty much described what his like voice sound like. Like
0: New York, Mario. like a New York,
1: <laughs> uh, like a New York Boston type
0: accent. I don't know. <laughs> That, yeah, that's pretty much what we're, we're, which is fine, right? Like, just, just Italian enough-ish, and then just not drive you crazy with all the, uh, uh, Charles, that's it, his last name was, was coming to mind, uh, Martinet. Um it's a long list i lost myself in my list there we go some poor bastard mr black this was really bad this is probably one of the only real truly low points in the general part of the show and it wasn't the uh, game awards fault it was just badly done by uh by the uh by, by the publisher so some poor bastard actually had to put on that old crash bandicoot fucking mascot suit remember that shit from like the late 90s Yeah, somebody had to don that bitch again and uh, come down, I think from the ceiling, if I'm not mistaken, like Sting and fucking WCW, dude, come down from the fucking ceiling and then proceeded to make like several of some of the worst jokes I've ever heard in my life. Zero reaction from the crowd, but had to keep going, go through all of his talking points uh, and then, you know, rolled the trailer and the trailer, funnily enough, you mentioned MOBA. uh, It's kind of like that. It is, it's called Crash Team Rumble, which is like a mobile or MOBA-ish team brawler. I'm good. Who in the fuck asked for anything remotely like that out of the Crash Bandicoot franchise? Like, I can't even... No, uh, but uh, nobody, nobody wants that out of any franchise, let alone Crash Bandicoot. And then they put that poor bastard in a suit and my, my brain turned off real quick. Uh, Lords of the Fallen, which is a Dark Souls-like and one of the first major ones I played, the original, uh, which was called Lords of the Fallen, uh, is getting a sequel. And they had a trailer for it, and it looks more of the same. Dark, it's Dark Souls, but just not called Dark Souls. Here's the thing. It was called Lords of the Fallen 2, and then they said, nah. The sequel's going to be called THE Lords of the Fallen. Mm. So the first game is Lords of the Fallen. Second game is THE Lords of the Fallen. Spectacular naming convention. I, who could argue with that? Uh, wonderful, well done, not going to be confusing for people whatsoever. I'm sure it's going to go over very fucking well. All the power to them. <laughs> it was fucking behind to laugh. I was like, because I saw it, it was like, wait a minute, that's the name of the first game. And I googled it, and then I saw, oh wait, I was confused. It's like, oh no, wait, there's a the. <laughs> there's a the in the title. Uh, so there you go. Uh, also we got, uh, Cyberpunk 2077's first and probably only DLC, as we discussed their Many eye-bleeding, bright neon yellow fucking plot, you know, chart, uh, shit that they had over, they, they went from two down to like one. Well, we got the trailer for that one. And Idris Elba is starring in this one. It just pisses you off when you know you have Keanu Reeves and Idris Elba and all this shit, and the game was looking to be so good, and then ended up being just a fucking steaming dog shit uh pile. It's better now. It's playable, but I'm still angry about it. But I do hope that this DLC, they package it all together, Mr. Black. Whenever it's they're done with, with the cyberpunk, you know, name, and they put out inevitably, they'll probably call it the game of the year edition, even though nobody ever gave it the game of the year. And then I'll buy that and play that. When it's all when it's all done, all the patches are done, the the fucking roadmaps are done, I'll probably buy that. But for now, yeah, Idris Elba in the uh in this trailer. Uh and, you know, it looks it looks like almost something I would rather watch in a TV show than, than play, but I'll still probably get around to it eventually. Uh, then a game that nobody, and I mean nobody, had on their bingo card for this fucking event. Or any event, in fact. Uh, nobody ever even talks about this shit. But FromSoft, of course the makers of uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne and otherwise, Elden Ring, uh, had a surprise announcement. And it was a trailer, and and J- Jeff Keeley like filleted them before like going like the the you know the the call into the trailer like the build up. I mean, we watched we watched Jeff Keeley blow this company publicly for a good fifteen to thirty seconds, and then rolled the trailer, and the trailer popped off. And you know what? The trailer was fucking fire. And you know what the game was for? It was a game that is originally a FromSoft title that a lot of people forget about because FromSoft is only really known these days for Dark Souls and Demon Souls, and etc. Armored Core 6 is coming. FromSoft is making another fucking Armored Core game for the first time, and I don't even know. I don't even remember when the last Armored Core game came out. But that had people pop off pretty hard because they had in their minds, they like, oh my god, You know, FromSoft was pretty good back then, you know, Armored Core was good, but now they have, like, all the, like, this last, like, 10-15 years of pedigree where now FromSoft is considered one of the greatest developers in the game, and now we're getting an Armored Core 6? Sounds fucking good, and it does. They did come out and say, though, to check everyone ahead of time, this ain't Armored Core 6, the Dark Souls expansion. This is not, this is not, you are a robot fat-rolling around a boss... For fucking 30 minutes to try and kill it with a fucking, like, level 1 sword. Like, that's not what this is. This is a, a honest-to-God, armored core game. Structured much like the old armored ga- armor core games. And so, you know, don't think this is just gonna be Dark Souls. But, trailer was fucking incredible. My god, the art team at FromSoft is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and while I haven't played an armored core game in probably as long as, as I could possibly even remember... I am interested in how this one come, uh, comes, uh, comes to be. Did you ever play Armored Core back in the day? That was a PlayStation game. Never. No, it wasn't really super popular over here. Diz had a game that was similar, but it wasn't Armored Core. I just can't remember the name of it now. And it was on the PC, and that was also pretty good, but I didn't actually know anyone that played, other than like I played a little bit of it, um, I didn't really know anyone playing Armored Core. And the crazy thing about Armored Core, if you really want a head fuck or mind fuck, is look up Armored Core Controller Grip real quick, Mr. Black. Armored Core Controller Grip. If you, and you guys at home as well, you can look this up. If you want your head fucked as to how people were playing Armored Core back in the day. Because the 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 game used, the way that the game mapped buttons and used shit, people literally took the PlayStation controller, flipped that bitch backwards, held it, so that your thumbs were on the back of the controller and and your your fingers and shit were at the front with the analog sticks, like kind of middle finger or ring finger. And then you had your head, like, and then you, like, it's it's, nobody uses this grip for any other game. It is very specifically the Armored Core Grip. And so I'm wondering if they're going to maybe map the buttons so that people don't have to, you know, break their brain to fucking relearn <laughs> to relearn a game again. But shit, with Dark Souls, Mr. Black, I don't know if you remember back in the day, Dark Souls had a control scheme that didn't fucking map to like any other action adventure game anyone had ever played. Like it it broke my brain when I first played Dark Souls trying to like like the R like R like, R, like RB is your main attack button instead of a face button and shit. My brain was like fucking broken. Uh, but this would be a whole different animal. The people out here flipping a controller backwards and playing that shit would be absolutely insane. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, nonetheless, Armor Core 6 was uh, was announced, and uh, and clearly lots of people happy about uh, that, especially if they're older, uh, like ourselves. Uh, then we got a Final Fantasy 16 trailer, Mr. Black. I think this was called the Revenge trailer. Yoshi P even came out on stage. The god himself, the savior of the Final Fantasy franchise, Yoshi P, watched out, uh, walked out on stage and uh and and rolled the trailer and it is still looking good. I still got high hopes. I'm just hoping and praying. Please God, I need I said I think I said on the stream when I was watching I said I need to be invested in Final Fantasy again. Uh it's like one of my core I don't. it's like one of my core gaming things from child like I need I need to like at least hope for future generations that we have we you know we get away from Final Fantasy 15. Please stop. Uh and since uh since this is looking semi promising, I'll hope. You don't, you're, are you placing Final Fantasy in the same bracket as Star Wars where you're just out?
1: Uh, no, I'm out, I'm out even further from, oh, like, like Final, Final Fantasy is, is like, that's gone, gone, bench. gone, gone, super dead. <laughs> you know, Star Wars, it's like, you know, you show me, you show me, so, oh, by the way, well, I guess we'll talk about it later. Anyway,
0: we'll talk about it later. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're almost to the end of this, by the way. This was like there was a lot of like actual like uh, announcements in this, and 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 the, there were more. These were just the notable ones. Um, lastly, I'll just note though, because that was like the last trailer shown that was uh, worth uh, talking about. Surprisingly, Xbox essentially, and you'll know have noticed it if you're paying attention at home, zero presence, not a single fucking game from xbox was announced or talked about at the show the only thing we got from uh, from microsoft at this show was like a sizzler reel for upcoming games coming to game pass and that was it nothing else phil spencer was in the audience jeff keely even called him out the camera panned to him he looks salty as fuck probably because he's fighting two different regulatory bodies at the same fucking time over this activision blizzard buyout but that is also what people were assuming They said they're probably playing their cards close to their chest while these two regulatory bodies are coming at them. They're not showing all this crazy shit off. That might be why they weren't showing anything. And then after the show, Microsoft did come out and say, because people on social media were like, hey, hey, Phil. Like the whole fucking industry showed up. Even Nintendo. Nintendo's ass was here. Nintendo don't show up to anyone but their own fucking party. And you you weren't there. What happened, Phil? He said, don't worry, we do have stuff coming to show you, we just, didn't, we just didn't have anything for game awards. Whatever the fuck that means. And Microsoft does have a really stacked 2023, like everyone. 2023 is going to be fucking bonkers. Like If you're somebody that plays like all the major releases as they come out, you're going to be broke by the end of 2023. That shit, there's a lot of games next year. Uh, But yeah, so we are eventually, at some point, nebulous in the future, but not right now. But uh, yeah, it was very interesting to see Microsoft not have much of a presence at the show uh, for this time around. And then, like I have at the end of my notes here, we already talked about Elden Ring one Game of the Year, despite God of War winning pretty much every other category that they were in. Uh, And pretty much all the category winners... This year made sense. There was a couple of outliers like there always is. You know, you see the nominees go up and you're like, oh, that one's definitely going to fucking win. And then nope, Chuck Testa, it's like the fucking last one in the list that you would have ever imagined to fucking win. There's only a couple of those. Last year's Game Awards were like rife with that shit. Like every time like a winner went up, everyone was like, how? How the fuck is that possible? This year was a little bit more tame with that shit. Uh, Which was, which was, you know, uh, know, it doesn't really matter, but all the same, uh, all of them went, uh, went uh, along pretty well. And then of course the pacing and stuff and spots I said were, uh, were, were really, really good this year. So hopefully this is the new precedent. If we just have security, maybe stop people from going up on stage, thanking the rabbis. That would be a great, a great addition. Uh, I suspect next year's security is going to be much different, though. You don't get away with that but one time. Because M- Miyazaki's going to like going to probably go to Jeff Geely and be like, Hey, bro, can we maybe not have random fucking people standing behind me for five minutes with no action being taken next time? Please and thank you. And what was really weird to me is I imagine that at most award shows, because everyone knows the nominees, and the nominees know who are getting nominated ahead of time, I would be shocked if everyone that's there that gets nominated doesn't have to submit a list of people that are going to come up with them on stage to the show ahead of time so that that information can get relayed to the security team so that when you get called up because you won and you stand up and your team comes with you, security team looks at their notes and go, yep, mm, yeah. <laughs> those are the people. <laughs> yeah, <it> makes sense. <laughs> and not, and not, oh, that 15 year old child with a duster on his upper lip that he belongs with the japanese guys that's, to- <laughs> that's totally totally sensible for the french kid to be there yeah fine why not so yeah anyway next year will probably change a little bit in that regard but uh but that's it. That's the show. It was really good. Definitely go check out the highlights of things like The Flautist. Uh you'll laugh. It's amazing. He was so fucking jacked to be there. Uh, and Animal was great and everything. Uh, and and the the memes were were, were nice, but lots of good uh, trailers to check out as well. And now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever wanted to watch Mr. Black, uh Flautist, who wasn't delivering his his material, capable of being viewed. Within your region. Do we have a solution for those who are flautist uh, uh, fans. That would like to be able to access all flautists worldwide. I think we do. Okay, it's called
1: NordVPN. So you know you can get yourself a NordVPN subscription. For a very very cheap low low price. Especially when you use the promo code OTT. You head on over to. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Use the promo code. Get a massive discount plus four bonus months. Mm. You Mm. can use up to six simultaneous devices. You only need one account per household unless you get a massive family. Okay. Even then, you can even use one of your connections to hook directly to a router. So, really, you only need one. It's true. And I don't know if I explained this before, but they got a new thing going on, but it's actually not super new. It's kind of new, but it's not like super duper new. It's called Mm. threat protection. Okay. Mm. Now, NordVPN, if on the desktop, you can get the app and you can run threat protection without even being connected to a VPN. And what this will do is this will protect you while you're surfing the web. All right. It's gonna block, it's gonna ad block uh, you know, these these sites that like take you on and these click on something, and there's like 15 different pop ups that come up. 14 of them is porn, one of them's a scam, the other 14's porn scam. You know, you can, you can bypass that. Plus, you know, you won't be affected by malware. It'll detect malware on your PC, remove it. You know, it is a total package and you don't even have to be on a VPN to use that. So definitely check that out. You can also get NordVPN on your smartphone. We're talking iPhone, Android. You can put it on your laptop, your Mac, your, your actual PC, uh, your smart TV. They've got an app virtually for everything. All right? So definitely go check them out. Guys, no program needed. You don't need to be some sort of crazy um, numbers. You don't need to be the famous
0: the hacker fortune.
1: Yeah, you don't need to be a hacker man to, to get in there. It's It'll show you in pictures, essentially. You can choose your region. It's like, oh, <laughs> I like want to be in the board. U.S. Yeah, click, (laughs) done. That's like that's pretty much all you have to do. I use it. My dad uses NordVPN. If he can use it, you can use it. He's not very good at these sort of things, all right? So check them out. It's a great way to support us on the podcast, the sponsor, and, of course, yourself. Stay safe. Stay anonymous when you're uh, on the Internet, especially when you're traveling and you're in public Wi-Fi places. Got to have that extra bit of protection. It's almost 2023. People are out there to steal your identity. They're out there to steal your stuff. I'm not trying to give a bunch of fear porn here, but quite literally, you need to get yourself a VPN, guys. It's it's less. You than never a cup know of when you're going to be
0: sitting in a Starbucks, minding your own business, watching your 410th TikTok video, and a random 15 year old French kid is going to start coming up on you trying to peddle off Bill Clinton the rabbi. You don't know. You just don't know. You don't know. But you. But you better be prepared.
1: All right. Be prepared. Get yourself NordVPN. They're awesome. If you guys are up for renewal, make sure to use that promo code OTT. And it could be a good little gift you could give somebody for Christmas. The little VPN. Last minute.
0: We all know you got last minute gifts to give because, you know, we're we're not the only
1: ones. Four bonus months. Everybody, you know, you're supporting yourself and us. Man, come on. Let's go. Let's get it. So go check them out. Virtual Private Network. NordVPN. Promo code OTT. T T 30 day money back guarantee. Don't like it for whatever reason, get your money back
0: 30 days. Uh, Patreon.com slash like TV as well. Last minute Christmas gift for basically yourself. Let's be honest. You're not buying that for anyone else, but for, for you. Yeah, totally. Cause it means you keep getting more of this and it means we can keep doing it. So really it's a Christmas gift that goes in two different directions, but this show only goes in one direction and that's moving on to movies and TV. Actually, some shit happened in the last couple of weeks, Mr. Black. Movies and TV, it's, a, it's a, a rare week. But it did. It happened. First up in my list, we'll get through what we got here. And then I know you've already got something here with Star Wars, for example, uh, to discuss, or t- Star Wars tangentially related. Uh, so it appears, Mr. Black, that Black Adam didn't do so hot. Bit of uh, a failure. Yep. Bit of a failure. And Warner Bros. execs have gone further than that. By saying that they think The Rock and his team purposefully leaked financial documents to make it seem like the movie was a financial success. Because The Rock has definitely been out on his grind, continuing to push Black Adam. I have seen, and you know it's getting dirty, because I have seen The Rock actually randomly respond to to, to, like, Kotaku or some shit when they were talking about the movie in a bad light, trying to fucking reverse the... The, the narrative about what was going on with the film. I mean, he was going deep and play. You know, all the power to him. I mean, the man, the man. When he's behind something, he goes all in. Uh, but you know, it's going to be down and, and and down bad when he's doing shit like that. So uh, when I saw when I saw this, yeah, I don't I don't think it takes a financial uh, uh, you know a financial uh, 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 analyst to to know that this movie lost money uh, a lot of and, money. And this is, I think, this is like The Rock's first real major, oopsie, we didn't sell this movie, you know, hard enough for this is just not it. Why do you think this movie didn't hit, Mr. Black? Well, because
1: for one, it's Black
0: Adam, so it's an
1: unknown character. Yeah. Number two, the movie wasn't very good. It's pretty fucking meh. Like, was it a bad, bad movie? No, it wasn't a bad movie. certainly wasn't good. Um... He also, and let's be real, Henry Cavill as Superman last minute where they basically just spoiled it, like, be- because they were so desperate to get tickets that, like, if they didn't even bait the Superman reveal, spoiler alert, you know, um, Where's in the credits, guys. He's in the fucking credits, okay? He's which, not even in the movie. Not that it matters okay. anyway at this point. Not that it matters because we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know. The whole Henry Cavill's back and he's going on and he's on his Instagram and The Rock is saying, oh, there's a, po- a power a power dynamic change in the DCEU and, oh, I'm going to be fighting Superman and blah, blah, blah. He hyped all this shit up and then the movie flopped, essentially. Um, it's probably going to lose $100 million. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not good. The fact that The Rock went out and started posting numbers, financial numbers. Desperation. He's trying his best because, guys, remember The Rock is Mr. Number One, bro. Number one, this in the world, He's most money. successful, this, biggest growing, this, da da. It's part of his image. It's part of who he is. And to have a complete and utter box office failure uh, on such a large scale where he put all this time and effort into it, probably not a good feeling. And then the studio came out and said, nah, the numbers that he brought, that he came out with, incomplete not not right this ain't it and um he's probably embarrassed and he's probably trying to stop the media shitstorm uh movies now owed on hbo max so like it's theater run is done uh movie didn't make money and now james
0: gunn's in here and (laughs) we can spin right into that because it goes together right james gunn gets brought in as like the feige of dceu after dc has clearly been as we've discussed here kind of spinning their tires for a long time they'll have a, a reasonable success then they put out dog shit then there's another reasonable success but it's kind of like if you averaged it all they're just kind of floating in midland but it's also confusing
1: because you've got robert pattinson batman you've got oh yeah ben affleck batman you've got michael keaton batman You've got fucking different Jokers, different this, different that. It's a fucking mess. It's different universes, different fucking this. And James Gunn came in, and they're going to switch up everything. And he started do a blasting. Hard, <laughs> and do a hard reset. There needs to only be one Superman, one Batman, one Joker, one Aquaman, one Wonder Woman, one all these things. And um, you also can't do it with the old actors and actresses because it's going to remind people of the past. You can't just pick and choose. They got to fucking start. They got to wipe everything and then start fresh. And we're not talking origins, but they need new, new, new actors, new actresses to play these characters. And they need a cohesive feel in in a universe. And they need to build from the ground up because what they've been doing over this last decade has just been
0: awful. And and that's, you know, that really sucks because for them, at the very least, Superman and Wonder Woman were like generational picks for those two characters, and they've already been squandered because, like you said, you can't go back... And bring these fucking actors and actresses back. Henry Cavill is the most Superman ass superman that oh, yeah. that you could possibly hope there like who the fuck and everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. Right. Who so, the fuck are you possibly going to like who can you imagine who gets the who gets the contract in front of them that goes, All right, I'm the guy that has to try and, and replace Henry Cavill. Yeah, I'm getting paid a lot of money, but oh my fucking they're God. They're probably
1: not even gonna get paid that much, to be honest, because Well it's gonna be a nobody. Yeah, chances are it's going to be like somebody that's kind of known but not really known, so they're going to have to make their career off this. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a shit show over there, and he's cleaning it up. And you know, he's he. I guess we'll tie it right in. Henry Cavill, Superman, is done. So after he just just got told
0: like fucking October.
1: Well, yeah. So I'm pretty. I don't know if we talked about this on a podcast, but essentially, um, they were bringing him back. And I think a lot of this had to do with the rock because from Warner brothers can't stand Henry Cavill, but they have new people that came in through Warner brothers and the rock worked his fucking magic. Cause he's The rock and they do whatever the fucking rock wants, but the rock failed. The rocks shit failed. Now, if, if black Adam went and made a billion dollars in the box office, I think all this changes. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that there's, there's some, there, there's some, there's some change here, but it didn't. And if The Rock can't do it, I I don't know I don't know who can. Like he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world, so I don't I don't know who can. So he got canned. Apparently, Superman had a cameo in both Aquaman and um, uh, I think it was The Flash. It might be The Flash and Aquaman. Both of them are deleted, so they're not. When those movies come out, he's not in it. Um, he was, of course, in the credits, uh, the post credit scene. Uh, for Black Adam but now it's over so they are completely axing him out he just went I think yesterday and or this morning it was one of the two it was yesterday yeah. Re- yeah he told everybody he's done as Superman the cape is being is is off it's being given to somebody else now and he wishes them all the best Um, which puts Henry Cavill in a weird spot because he doesn't have the Witcher and he doesn't have Superman he's probably going to get Bond I would, I
0: would, I am going to almost bet money. I said that last night on the stream, but then when I said it out loud, I think I also said, I I think I also said though that for me, I'm going to have a really hard time seeing him as Bond. Now, if you put him as Bond before he did Superman and Geralt from Witcher, and that was, like, his thing. Kind of like with Daniel Craig, who had done stuff before, but then Bond, he is Bond, now, like, after he became... Like, if it was that situation, I think that he is is borderline the perfect... He's, like, he'd be a throwback to, like, old-school yeah. Bond because he's the classic yeah. handsome kind of situation, whatever. But to do it after these two, I'm, I'm personally... I Clearly, he'd do a, probably a great job of it. I would personally struggle to see no. him we'll see in James Bond
1: so we'll see um apparently they're going to go with the younger superman james Gunn said that they're going yes, with the younger they did. superman it yep. will not be an origin story just um, younger just younger um so who knows um and then also gal gadot um who is who's she's done too like they're they're all done. Ben Affleck's done. So it's confirmed Ben Affleck's Batman's done, but it, James Gunn is going to try and bring Ben Affleck into direct, he must have direct a Batman something. film. Yeah. a Batman movie. Um and then also there is rumor that James Gunn is or was trying to get Robert Pattinson's Batman to be the actual Batman. So he's going to bring him into the universe because he loves this new version of Batman, but um, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that made the Batman's, um, the director? No, 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 no. The one oh this, this, the new this, one. the new one. Um, yeah, uh, Reeves. So Reeves, um, he said, "Fuck no, not a chance, not a chance. You're taking my Batman, and <laughs> you are put, you're 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 doing this." So who only knows? But at the same time, uh, Gunn is now. The boss right so yeah, exactly I mean, yeah fuck? um so we'll see what happens it's all a shit storm shit sto- storm over there a lot of changes are going to be made we don't know what's going to happen with everything but it is safe to say henry cavill's done gal gadot's likely done we already know um this is the last aquaman he said that both henry cavill and um the guy that plays aquaman i'm going blank on names here fucking uh jason momoa yeah uh, he has characters in mind for them so they may end up playing different characters in this new uh, universe. Uh, That'd be even, even be more same. strange to it'll me. It'll be weird. Like, yeah, it'll be weird. But like if they're they probably, out, they should just
0: be fucking...
1: Yeah, they, they should. They probably want to keep some of their talent in-house because they're big stars and stuff, but we'll see. Um, so anyway, uh, that's all that. Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. We've got an update. Oh, All right. So Is it a positive update. Oh, yeah. So oh yeah. apparently uh kathleen kennedy is uh going and she has already agreed to a severance package let's go and it will be announced very soon let's go uh officially and they think it's gonna happen she's gonna be gone right after indiana jones uh comes out could be sooner so christmas uh, miracle we will see she's gonna be gone there's no talks about who's gonna replace her anything like that but she's gone so star wars may have a chance yet again let's
0: fucking go, who do we want in her role though like who who like feasibly do we put back in her place like who who think, do we want uh, think, to replace John favreau
1: her? I think the guy he's been he's done so many good big projects i think he was he was the original guy that started iron that did Iron Man um he's done so much shit and he loves star wars like and he and he's he's very very good but i'd have to like I'd have to really think um I'd have to really think about that before yeah. I throw because it's throw. not a
0: director. Like, you're, like, you're, you're no, talking you about a, like, a producer. Fe- you need a Kevin like Feige. A, yeah, you
1: need Kevin Feige
0: for Star Wars. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, need. yeah. Good luck. Good luck. But literally, I mean, you could almost not fail replacing Kathleen Kennedy. Like she is, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, the absolute bottom. Yeah, of the bad. barrel. So any anyone else. Better. Uh, where, uh, where are we in here? All right, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer got dropped. Uh, good trailer. People, lots of people talking about that, excited about that. Uh, you know, Enter the Spider-Verse was a great movie. This looks like it's also going to be a really good movie. Uh, and so, you know, all the, all the reason to be excited. Avatar 2, off to a good start review-wise. That was the other day. I don't know where it sits right now on Rotten Tomatoes uh mr black but uh it was 85 the other day um i'm not sure if that's been updated since we'll see here uh avatar rotten
1: tomatoes so 81 on the on the critic 81 the audience score is going to be much higher oh oh yeah for sure sure. because there are some critics that you know
0: well, that's yeah. why that's why I still think 81 is really good for Avatar 2 from a critic perspective because Avatar is not necessarily a film that will play traditionally well to critics because it's not going to be a film that you see for the story. It's not for the acting. It's not for the writing. It's, it's You're going to Avatar predominantly the experience, to have man. your ears and eyes blown off your fucking head transported
1: i'm that, so excited dude i'm going to see this movie in like two hours that I'm is that is pumped. what you're seeing is it 3d you're fucking right it's 3d yeah. bro it's it's bro you have to see it in 3d it's,
0: well i don't well, I but i dude you know 3, dude, 3d this, is kind of like dropped off like i don't so i didn't no, know if like if, yeah, if people no, were still they're bro, still doing
1: bro uh, bro it's 3d it's high frame rate okay it's it's, it's everything bro, at once bro, from from what i'm hearing this movie <laughs> is gonna fucking blow your goddamn mind. From what I'm hearing, dude, they filmed so much of this underwater. He had, he developed brand new cameras that did motion capture. These these actors and actresses, some of them held their breath for over six minutes. Like they were literally filming the a lot of this movie underwater. This is, I'm I'm calling it right now. This movie is gonna make three point three billion dollars. Well, that's a way that's a
0: way bigger estimate than before. Well, I said, you said after a month. Oh no, we well, we I, did it. We did the first, we yeah, we, the first yeah, that's true. First month and the first, first week. Yeah, I'm yeah. going,
1: this is gonna make 3.3 3 billion in the in the theater. I am so fucking pumped. The things I'm hearing about this movie is some next level shit. Some next level shit. I'm hyped. And I'm going in there with the highest of high expectations. Like the highest expectations I think I've ever had going into a movie in my life, in my entire life. Would be so interesting to see how it holds up. The bar is fucking beyond
0: high, beyond high. Beyond. But is the but is the plot going to be mid again? Let's not pretend the plot was mid in the first one. It was it was it was bad. Is, there's no reason to watch Avatar Listen. except for the audio-visual. Everything Listen. else about Avatar is dog shit and basically just like a direct rip-off of Fern Gully. So you, the, the first movie's a right off. I'm not off. an
1: Avatar hater. I love me some Avatar. I've seen the first movie like six, but seven times. I own th- I, I own it. three
0: copies of that motherfucker. Okay? I, but I know what I'm about. Avatar is for the video and audio experience. It is not for the Fern Gully Pocahontas ripoff that it is or the weird fucking like ham-fisted uh, social commentary. It ain't about that. It's just show me some crazy-ass looking blue people running through the fucking crazy-ass neon glowing forest. That's all Avatar is. Now it's going to be show me some crazy-ass blue people swimming through some blue-ass ocean. That's that's, that's what, this, it. I'm here for it. what this I'm movie here. is. I'm here for
1: it, baby. I'm here. I'm ready.
0: Well, I can't wait to hear about uh, your uh, your comments on it next week. It'll be uh, it'll I'm be ready. interesting to see what uh, what that's all. Although I'm sure I'll hear about it on Twitter uh, before, long before then. Uh, Amazon Prime Video is allegedly ordering a uh, God of War series, so we're going to get a God of War series uh, on Amazon Prime Video in the in the future. Not shocking. Uh, that's a pretty easy one to, uh, to imagine somebody wanting to do. And we already talked about Henry Cavill getting, uh, fucking hard sent. The dude's gonna be doing nothing but painting Warhammer 40k figurines for, like, the next fucking six months while he waits for some contracts to roll through the front door. Uh, before we move on to that, do you think Marvel tries to fucking snag him for something? Uh. Or is that too risky because of his association to Superman? Yeah, I don't think
1: that's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. You never know you never
0: know who
1: knows who,
0: know, who knows it's possible spice anything it up. is possible spice it up uh, and the last thing i have here because it was announced just earlier before the podcast is that death stranding has a movie that was being uh that's been announced uh which was funny because last night on stream um we were literally just talking about that we were like oh death stranding has a show or a movie and uh, yeah it probably happened but it would probably mean hideo kojima would have to like basically write and direct it himself because uh, I secretly think Hideo Kojima just wants to be a movie director, but he's stuck in the video game lane, uh, and so uh, it would not shock me if that's how this all plays out. I, I said, I think I said, you know, the only way I can see him like entrusting anyone would be if he's really good friends with them, because as we know about Hideo Kojima, if he's friends with them, he immediately does a project, like uh, the, like Guillermo del Toro or or fucking whatever. It doesn't matter who it is, if he's friends with them, he immediately goes into business and tries to do some sort of project with them. So we'll see how that all pans out there is a lot having played death stranding up to this point um you know probably uh, i don't know 20 30 hours of death stranding there is a this is a dense fucking game in terms of like lore and everything else that's going on for you to understand what even what you're just looking at and so my concern was i said i said i was concerned for a series. Like I didn't know if they'd be able to make it happen in like an eight-episode fucking show without without being like one of those shows where you know they take a dense property and they're like, all right, well we can only get fucking eight eight episodes or a movie, and then like the show or movie is so, it feels like they're like they're just trying to regurgitate all the lore and shit in like a dump. Like the first half hour of the fucking show, you're just listening to characters literally read like the fucking lore of the universe to try and just dump it all on you instead of showing you organically. So I was a little concerned about it. We'll see how a movie goes. But you could also just take all the cutscenes and just make it a fucking movie too. So, uh, which I think there's like 11 hours of fucking cutscenes in that game. So it'd be a lot more than a movie, it'd be a fucking miniseries in and of itself. But, uh, but yeah, that just got announced, uh, as well. and We'll have to see how that, uh, how that goes. Is there anything else in the movies and, uh... Sure there is, but probably... Nothing major? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think that's all the big stuff.
0: Let me pull up my, uh, my phone here. Uh... YouTube Supopt shared a file with you. Copyright CopyrightWarning.pdf Uh, support spelled S-U-P-P-O-P-T. So you know yeah. that's legit. Super legit. I know, I know all the times I've gotten my correspondence from YouTube, it's been in PDF file format. Just saw that on my fucking phone while I'm opening it up, because it's time for... Movie, or tech support. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TV is the place to go if you want to financially support this podcast and keep the wheels on turning. And for $10 or more a month, you get a couple of perks. Chiefly, you get to ask us some questions, and we give you some answers with the time that we have. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Yano asks, "What was your most memorable Christmas gift?" Mm, Nintendo sixty four. You know was your reaction like the classic Nintendo sixty four kid, like that video that circulated forever, where he literally almost has a fucking aneurysm from screaming uh, so yeah, hard?
1: Well, no, well, yeah. I don't even remember if I was screaming or not, but I was definitely surprised. I think I've told the story before, but I'd gotten um, it, I was I was really young, so I was probably. I mean, it was the year the N64 came out. So I, I would imagine I was probably around 10. 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah. it might have even been 10. I don't know. It was right around, right around that.
0: 96 is when the 64 launched. So that pegs you at 10, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, about 10 years old. So say I'm 10 years old. And um, yeah, my, at the time, my sister, she was, she was like an infant. She was like really, really young um and we had opened up all the gifts under the tree and you know i had gotten some stuff i remember i had gotten a walkman um wow sony walkman yeah, it was a sony it was a, it was a sony Shaman. walkman yep um with the little headphones you know <laughs> um, so i remember i had gotten the walkman and some clothes and my sister had gotten a whole shit ton of toys and stuff because she was a baby and i remember my parents My my dad was cruel man like Like he made me suffer. So we had opened up all the gifts, and you know, I was sitting there on the sofa, and I was trying to act like I was happy, but I was clearly (laughs) super. Didn't want to be ungrateful. Yeah. I was like super, super like down. And my parents were like, What's wrong? And I was like, Nothing. (laughs) Right. And I'm sitting there like in the verge of tears because like I really wanted to send 64 bad. And, uh, some time had passed, so this like wasn't immediate. Like I hadn't just opened up all my gifts and then that was that. I opened up everything. We were sitting around the living room, I was playing around with my Walkman. You know, my sister was crawling around the floor doing whatever. My mom's on the phone. Everything is just—it's just going on as normal. It's just like everything is done now, and now we're just gonna go to my grandmother's in a little while, and that was that. And um, my dad, <laughs> my dad was like, "Yo, bud," I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, um, "I got another gift there for your sister on the deep freezer." Can you go grab it for me? And the way that the living room was set up. He even
0: is, said for your sister. He didn't yeah, even yeah. say for you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: wow. yeah. So you couldn't see the deep freezer from the living room. You had to <laughs> kind of go around a corner, and it was like inside almost like a closet. And uh, I, I got up and I was like literally about to cry. Like I was on the verge of tears now because <laughs> I'm like. This is crazy, and uh, <laughs> so I walked over there, and I looked on the deep freezer, and there it was. It wasn't even wrapped, nothing. It was sitting there, n sixty four was in there. It had Killer Instinct and Super Mario 64, and I just, I was in a stat. Like, I, was, I couldn't <laughs> believe it, because at that point, like, I'm, I was already defeated. I was like, I'm not getting it. Like, it's over, and then boom, I was the happiest kid. It's still the most memorable Christmas I've ever had. <laughs> it, it, I still like it was like if it happened yesterday. So it was pretty pretty cool, pretty fun. That's that's so that awesome. my most memorable for sure.
0: That's awesome. Uh man. I think mine was also game related, but it was never I never uh had I don't think I ever got consoles for Christmas. I'd always get them for like birthdays or something uh, uh because of the way like the time that they were launching or whatever, it was always like I always end up getting them birthdays. So Christmas, though, there was one Christmas that I got um, Project Gotham Racing two and a steering wheel together, and it was when it was one of our Christmases that we were spending in the family home with my grandmother because we'd always do one Christmas here and then one Christmas there, uh, and it was uh, a Christmas, that Christmas was there, and uh, I remember I was probably. Oh, 13 or 13 years old, maybe 12, 12, maybe anyway, whatever. No, be 13, 14. Anyway, um, I just remember downstairs, you go downstairs and at the bottom of the stairs at Christmas time, there was a silver bell that went up and you'd pull the chain and it would play like, I can't remember what Christmas tune it is, but it played that. And that was like the wake up call, you know, for me, cause I was the only one still asleep at the time that, uh, that hour of the fucking morning. This wake-up call, Christmas time, time to come downstairs, have you know, have breakfast, whatever the fuck. And you always had to walk past the living room to get to the the dining room and the kitchen on the other side of the of the house and you'd go downstairs and you'd see all the presents and shit. You were always jacked about that. And then you had to like eat breakfast first because there was an order of operations there. Here we open presents and then they like, eat later. Uh, but there it was like, nah, you had to have breakfast first. So you had to, like, torture yourself walking past the tree and all the gifts. Then have yourself some fucking, you know, you're eating as fast as fucking human possible. You're, like, waiting because everyone, all the adults are drinking tea and talking and shit. And you're like, damn, just fucking hurry up. I want to go with my fucking presents. You finally get into the room. And uh, sure as shit, I ended up getting uh, Project Gotham Racing 2 and my racing wheel, and I had my Xbox there with me, and I immediately went in and, I, and I, I, uh, I set it up, but we couldn't really do it in the normal TV room, so Dad like brought the TV out into the major living, you know, sitting area, and I was just sitting in there playing Project Gotham Racing on my steering wheel. Uh, For like fucking two or three straight days, and I was super fucking jacked about it. But I was also terrible on the racing wheel, and it was the only game that I could play on the racing wheel, too. It was just like that one fucking game. So I never bought another racing wheel again, but I was incredibly fucking excited about it. And I just, it was less about the present. I just remember that whole morning so fucking particularly. It was like, it was like Disney movie type shit. You know, the bell goes off, you wake up. You, know, you almost have like a camera on the kid. Woo! I hear the bells. It's Christmas, Christmas time. Hallmark Christmas. It's actual snow outside. Like a foot of snow outside. White Christmas. It's cold, but there's lit. We to go. It's an old fucking two hundred year old home. So we got wood fire is fucking going snow outside bells going fucking food grandmother making you fucking breakfast go inside get your friggin presents everyone's jacked amazing like christmas dinner later on whole families there extended and otherwise crammed into this place it's like a hallmark it's like one of those bad hallmark movies uh but uh but yeah so that was that was probably mine uh let's see (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Samurai said, I remember Panic, uh hashtag third guy. Um I remember Panic siding with Star Citizen way back at the start of the podcast and Jeff was pissed. D have you ever told them I told you so nowadays? <laughs> no, bro. No, no It seems
1: like it seems like Panic still enjoys the game and plays it, so like I think he's got his money's worth, but like I did tell you so.
0: He he's also come out and said finally th- earlier this year. He's starting to be like, okay, so, yeah, I got my shit out of it, but... Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starting to get a little long in the tooth, that one. Uh, What percent of games that you start have you beaten? Oh, God. Like, fully? So, started a game and then beat it into completion? I'd, I'd, say, I'd say
1: 20%. One
0: in every five? Realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about... Yeah, that's probably accurate one in every five yeah um that went down over time like when when we were younger we because oh you, you just play even if the game was pretty bad we still kind of had fun with it you know you just like, beat
1: whatever. it you just beat it you just did it to do it
0: so back back you know up until i started buying my own games and and you know you become older and there's more responsibilities and less time um honestly it was probably like 90 percent of the games we played we beat yeah and some of them multiple times uh, and and then after a while, yeah, that that changes. But yeah, now you these also days- didn't
1: have. I, I think I think part of it is is like before there wasn't as much. There wasn't as many games. Yeah, so like you know, if you got a game, you beat it. I mean, it was just the way it was. You know, now it's like things are free to play. There's so much shit out there. There's so many different things. Like when growing up as a kid. If my parents bought me a video game or I had saved up enough like shoveling money or whatever to go buy a game, like I'm playing the fuck out of those games. Like <laughs> it's just that simple. Now it's like, eh, there's so much shit out there it's and
0: too much, too many options. Too much. Almost. Yeah, it's too
1: many options, right? It's kind of like the Netflix thing. It's like there's so much shit out there that like it's hard to even pick something. And then if it if it's not really doing it for you, you just kind of give up on it and you just go to the next thing
0: yeah 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 it's true i like i, I and I, I i've been trying to well now that get you know what though games are getting so fun ex- fucking expensive now i think the old school is about to come back I think so it's like too. games are just so fucking expensive you're going to have to look at this all of these options and you're going to have to say all right we're buying one or two games and, that's and we show. are beating these fucking games yeah and that is it we're yeah. getting the most out of these games because like when you're talking about a hundred dollars for a fucking game yeah. and that's why I said Probably. 2023 fucking brace yourself it's right. going to be hard to choose uh, amongst all those games uh, and let me just make sure that we didn't have any last second submissions here what's the best Christmas gift that you ever gave somebody so instead of received, what's the best that you ever gave somebody Um, I mean I got my
1: wife a car for Christmas I mean,
0: I remember that video.
1: Yeah, I mean that's probably the best. Yeah, best most expensive gift I've ever given
0: somebody. I don't know, man. I don't.
1: I've given some pretty good dick during Christmas too. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, that's the gift that keeps on
0: giving. That literally that fucking molded fucking uh secret, secret santa. santa um <laughs> i don't I, i've i given lots of really good gifts because i always liked I, I i love giving gifts especially if there's something that i know that they're not gonna accidentally buy themselves between the time that i buy the thing and christmas shows up which is always the worst fucking gamble with christmas gifts if you buy them early enough And you're like, you're like hoping that they don't buy it for themselves because they really want the thing. And a lot of people will just fucking buy the shit. And you're like, yo, goddammit. No, I don't have a a Christmas gift. Uh, And you can't tell them, like, you know, don't buy it because then they know clearly that you have purchased it. it. Um, So, yeah, but it's always fun to try and like come up with stuff. But I I don't, I mean, I bought lots of really good ones over the years, but I think like the cheesiest one that I bought, and this is like the most, the most like teenage like love struck bullshit oh boy so so you know natalie was my first my first girlfriend and this was the first our first christmas together uh so i was 17 something like that i don't think i was 18 yet maybe i was 18 no i wouldn't have been 17 and i i was looking for christmas gifts and I was so, is, you know, high school loved, like you're fucking head over heels for this person. Like you ever, anyone that was in high school or even younger, like if your first girlfriend, you know, if you put quotation marks, you're in junior high, maybe you're like 13, 14, like your first one, you're just fucking, like your brain is so full of chemicals, you don't know what the fuck you're doing anymore. You're completely head over. So I bought this thing, I went online and I was looking for like, you know, uh, gift ideas or, or whatever. Cause I had no idea. Cause I was a 17 year old guy. I don't know what the fuck I'm buying my girlfriend for Christmas and I go online. I'm looking around and there was this thing called, there's this thing called the forever rose. And it was literally a, it's a a real low a rose that they lacquer so that it's, it holds its, you know, it doesn't dry out or anything. It's just for, and then it's like fucking, Twenty-four karat gold rimmed around the top of like the pedals and shit and all this whatever thing comes in this fancy box, and it was the most expensive fucking Christmas gift I'd ever bought anyone in my life because I'm 17 years old and it's like for my fucking girlfriend. It's so fucking cheesy, but I swear to God, man, I was so I was so fucking head over heels in in high school for for this girl. Yeah. Bought her this fucking rose and I gave it to her and That's and and her fucking mother was like, "What the fuck, what is, the that? fuck
1: is this?" <laughs> Hey man, you know, the girl, the girl that makes you bust your first nut, that's it. Does thing, it does things, it does things to you,
0: bro. It does the forever to the forever rose? I should text her and be like, out. "Do you still have that hiding in a fucking box somewhere?" Don't, don't I bet she she does. Don't I do swear that, to God, I bet you she she do does, does somewhere don't, hiding don't in a fucking box can somewhere. You,
1: can you imagine her fucking man seeing the <laughs> phone, checking her phone? <laughs> And there it is, fucking Adam. Hey, do you still have that forever rose that I gave you <laughs> back in <of> the day? <laughs> and imagine if it's sitting in their living room right now, and she told him it's some sort of fucking like I don't know something that her parents gave her or some shit, bro. That would just nah. It's not a good idea. <laughs> like, then, I give, listen, like, I, if, like I
0: give, like I, like I give a shit. Yeah,
1: I know, but it, you know, hey,
0: it's the literally, forever literally, rose I, literally, literally this, this just came to my mind. Like literally, he's only just now, like her husband has only just now. In the last, I think, year, nine, ten months, has only now just crossed the barrier of time spent with her that I did. Like he's only just getting there now. Mm. I, don't, I don't give a shit. I text me. You, her, you, you, st- fuck, you still got that? You still got that, brother? rose? Yeah. No, not you, for you not, remember. not for some sort of weird like fucking maneuver. I'm just interested as to whether or not she. Had. She was salty. Remember the paintings that she did for me? I ta- I, I fucking like gave them to like. Uh, I took them to Value Village or some shit when I didn't have room for them anymore. And she was like, why didn't you fucking give me the paintings back? I said, I didn't know you wanted them. They're fucking like 14 feet long with the paintings. I didn't know you wanted that shit. They're in somebody's home, you know? Hey. They are somebody. On the the back is an awkward message that they probably want to Sharpie that shit out. (laughs) Thanks for the dick. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) You know what, though? For real? Nothing tops the high school love bullshit. If I could ride that dr- like a drug for the rest of like the rest of your life, nothing gets there, you bro. that fucking high, bro. Been, I've been there. I've been there, dude. Nothing gets It is a cruel thing in humanity that you don't get to hold on to that exact so thing for like the yeah. rest of your fucking life. Like you do. like you, just, you know, yeah. It's
1: criminal.
0: It's like uh, it's, uh, criminal. it's like that
1: saying, you know, when somebody does like the like one of those like really hard drugs for the first time, you know what I'm saying? That, <laughs>
0: and they chase the dragon
1: high. And then they just chase it, but they <laughs> yeah. can never get it back.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's very fucking true. Um, Yeah. So anyway, anyway, that's, uh, that's the, uh, oh no, wait, we have one more question. Sorry. And that will be it. And then Jeff can go prepare himself for his, uh, his auditory visual and auditory orgasm at the theater. Uh, asks, have you ever been in a parade or do you enjoy watching parades? Um, I've never been in a parade and I
1: think they're pretty cringy and (laughs) I don't watch them. I'm just being
0: I've, honest. I've never been. I've never been in one either. There was one year that, like, there would have been a possibility for it, where I was like part of the Cub Scouts or whatever, and you know they normally have like some sort of fucking. But for whatever reason, in my time there, they 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 didn't have a, a presence in like any of the local, you know, parades. um And yeah, I I, I don't think they're necessarily cringy. I just think like they're like they're not exactly entertaining like what are you really getting out of a parade like at best i'll watch like the like i I used to watch like the macy's day parade or whatever just to see if something would go horribly wrong you know if like snoopy just like popped and fucking exploded and took out like half a group of people like that would have been entertaining but like as the actual parade goes like listening to commentators try to come up with the people you know what people used to used to used to compliment you and i all the time On our ability in live environments to be able to carry dead air for like 45 minutes to an hour plus at a time. If there was like downtime, we had to wait for shit, games weren't happening. We could fill dead air with the best of them. But nobody, nobody in broadcasting, tops, whoever the fuck, has to carry a parade. That shit is literally like three straight hours of nothing happening. Zero. And you have to somehow make it seem like there is an important event happening for that long and oh my god here comes the insert random character and the float here comes mickey mouse <laughs> 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 and, and look that
1: at that goofy be like- sitting behind him <laughs> oh. wow it's just it's bad dude i can't do it my my uh my wife and oh. son they went they went to like the uh, christmas one there like a week oh, ago like the downtown halifax yeah i don't know where it was but they did it and i was working I was like, yeah, no, you guys, go have fun. I'm not standing out in the cold watching a whole bunch of people drive their pickup trucks that are, like, poorly (laughs) designed with Christmas lights hanging off the side so that we can see Santa. Apparently Santa Claus was sitting on on the back of, like, an F-150 on a bench or some (laughs) shit. Santa
0: Claus (laughs) on the back of an F-150, the the, traditional sleigh.
1: Yeah, okay, nah, no.
0: Santa Claus sponsored by, uh, by the, uh, Dartmouth Ford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not very good, but no, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not one to watch parades. Never been in one. If I was, it would have been, yeah, the, the Cub Scouts, but we, we never did when I was, uh, when I was part of them for whatever reason. Uh, and probably all for the best because they, it, parades here. Ever notice how here parades only happen in the winter? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's dumb. Do one in the damn summer. Like at no like, point do we have like, except for like now we have like Pride and stuff that happened earlier in the year. But like as far as like just general yeah, that's a different parades, type. that was like yeah, that's not like you know that
1: I get I get it, I support it, do your thing. But like it's not the type of parade I think we're talking about here. No, but then, like about, all like, the like, other uh, shit
0: like happens like just generalized it's parades. It's just
1: all winter. It's all winter. Give, a give, give them us in the summer, spring, fall, like somewhere it's warm ish. <laughs> Where I can, like, have a drink, chill
0: outside. I've only ever been to one parade, and it was here in Halifax, and it was the Christmas Day parade. Uh, And I was very young. I was probably, like, eight years old or so. I was with my cousins, and it was, like, fucking ten below zero. And we just stood there for an hour and a half and froze our fucking ass off. Never again. Nope. Nope. Never again. Well, at least Mr. Black doesn't have to stand and watch a parade before getting in to see avatar two it's happening and we're gonna hear more about it next week i'm sure uh and i look forward to hearing the uh the uh, the review as it comes through we'll see also do you think you're gonna see this one multiple times yes 100 percent.
1: i'm gonna see it tonight by myself yeah and, and
0: then, then you're gonna uh, take the fam jam I'll at some point
1: take kayla as well it's gonna be too much for my son but i'll take kayla
0: oh my god your son's brain would fucking explode well, trying yeah, to watch any that shit right now too, yeah exactly like,
1: you know, tons of fighting and you know creatures and different shit so it's not yeah, right. i'll probably end up uh next time my mom's over just like spend the night or whatever then i'll uh
0: get tickets to go with kayla again oh boy yeah All Assuming right. the movie doesn't suck but well I don't hey think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna suck i think it will probably be well not it won't suck in a way that you won't want to see it probably a yeah. second time it'll probably be okay yeah all right ladies and gentlemen stay safe out there we'll see you one more time next week before uh, santa comes and uh and so we'll see you then and until then stay safe out there godspeed with all of your christmas uh, shopping if you haven't already got it done and uh peace peace